Welcome to the Crushing Cash Flow Podcast, where we share phenomenal advice and dozens of decades of wisdom from investors and entrepreneurs of all types and all stages of their journeys. We'll cover many forms of cash flowing assets, such as real estate, stock investing, entrepreneurship, and general finance guidance. Listen in and learn from those who are crushing it out there, as well as those who have been crushed by business or their investments. Now here's your host, Andrew Shutsky. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Crushing Cashflow. I'm your host, Andrew Shutsky, and with me today is Mitch Jaworski. Mitch is a full-time investor and founder of Scaredy Cat Guide. His investing started with stocks, evolved into real estate, and now includes cryptocurrencies. So he's got a lot going on. Through the Scaredy Cat Guide brand, he teaches risk-averse people how to invest better and buy right. Leaving the nine-to-five life behind years ago, Mitch spends time growing his rental property portfolio and trading crypto. Mitch, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for joining. No problem. Happy to be here. Awesome. So first, let's tell us about Scaredy Cat Guide. What is it? How did you get it started and all that? Yeah, you know, it was actually a brand uh, born from uh, my first uh, real estate investing experience. Um, when I bought my first rental property in 2014, it was early 2014, um, I bought a turnkey-esque um, three-bedroom townhome in South Florida. And I was a I was a stock market guy. I was a full-time day trader for a number of years. Uh, I was in corporate finance. And I didn't know anything about real estate investing at that time. I just knew, all right, if my income you know, exceeds my expenses, I should be good, which we all know in real estate investing isn't the whole equation. Like, you know, Correct. vacancy, maintenance, you know, oh, yeah. reserves. So luckily, um, the numbers still worked after those things. But this was long before I discovered, you know, any of the awesome podcasts out there. I really read it. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad like 10 years earlier, did nothing with it, of course. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, so when I bought that property, what happened was I was relying on the real estate agent and the mortgage broker really to hold my hand. And when we got to like, what is that called? The 11th hour, they both kind of pulled like a Houdini <laughs> and like, it was like, how are we closing? What do I need to do? And so um, long story short, the seller's agent actually kind of helped get the deal across the finish line. But I was sitting at the closing table, like by myself, no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. And I remember walking out of that uh, title office. And this is the first property I ever bought. Like I still was renting on my own. Like I bought a rental property before I even bought my own property to live in. And I'm walking out and I'm like, this should be like the proudest moment of my life. And all I feel right now is anger and frustration. So oh, yeah. that was where it kind of like the brand was born. I'm like, no one's going to feel like this again. So uh, I had a, I had a background in, in, in writing. Uh, I used to do some uh, freelance journalism. So I wrote the book, Scared to Cat Guide to Investing um, in Rental Properties. And that was the first book I wrote. And that's how the brand started. And the whole thing was, you know, these are the things you need to know, you know, rely on the professionals, but, you know, still know the basics. So you are able to tell that the job's getting done and you're not, you know, sitting there like I did at the closing table feeling lost and frustrated. So that's how it all started. Um, and the whole scaredy cat thing is because I have a very risk averse personality, which people will find amusing since I'm in crypto. Yeah, right. But, um, <laughs> but um, ironic. what I did was, you know, I learned to rely on the numbers. Like there's a property calculator uh, on my website, scaredy cat guide, uh, you know, which is free to use. Um, I put it out there originally for myself. And then I'm like, well, you know, everyone can use it. It's on the website now. And I use that to really take the emotion out of it, like get rid of that scaredy cat and let the numbers tell me, all right, is this deal going to cash flow? Is it giving me the cash on cash or the cap right that I'm looking for? And you almost turn it into like that Mendoza line, like decide what your 
you know, your number is, and then it's pass fail, get the emotion out of it. So then, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, analysis paralysis, like scaredy cats loves to do. So, and, and that's the whole thing. It's like buy, right, you know, leverage the numbers and go from being a scaredy cat to a courageous lion. Um, so that's how the brand was born. It started with real estate and now it's evolved into me teaching cryptocurrency as well, because I started down that rabbit hole really in 2016. Um, because in the end, I'm an investor. Like I was a stock trader, right? And, yeah. and most like, I think every real estate investor is more so just an investor. Like we look for opportunity to create income, to, to either make capital gains or to make, you know, passive income, right? You're right. Absolutely right. Yeah, I can relate so, a lot to that. Yeah. So, so um, I saw the Bitcoin thing and I was like, what's going on with this? And I looked into it and I did nothing at first because it was like, it was still kind of like quote unquote shady back then. There was no yeah. like centralized exchanges where you could go and like buy Bitcoin. Like it was literally like, meet a guy at a coffee shop and like with a, give him your wallet address and some cash. And I'm like, this is shady as hell. Like I'm not <laughs> doing this. And of course that was when Bitcoin was at like 200 bucks. Right. So I do nothing. And then about six months later, you start getting the ability to buy it uh, on things like Coinbase, uh, Bitrix, you know, these, these exchanges that are pretty popular now. And I was lucky enough. I bought a little Bitcoin. I was at 600 bucks back in 2016. And that's how it all started. And for the most part, I just kind of rode that. Um, and then I stumbled upon a social media site that was attached to a cryptocurrency. So you basically earn cryptocurrency by interacting on this social media site. And it's more like a blogging site. And like I said, I used to do some freelance writing. So I would blog about real estate. I would blog about stocks. And I would earn a little bit of this crypto as people like voted on my posts and whatnot. Yeah. And I just started to let that stack and I use that to like buy some of the other cryptos like Ethereum and 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 Litecoin, like the bigger, bigger cap cryptos. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it evolved to me. And then at that point I was hooked. So then I started kind of trading again, like I, you know, but instead of stocks, it was crypto. And then we had the boom, like, you know, late 27, late 2017, the crypto bubble, right? And you probably experienced this. You go to a real estate meetup and I go to like four different meetups um, a month down here in South Florida. Um, and, you know, this is before the pandemic when we actually met in person all the yep. time. Right yep. now with Zoom, I'm in like 12 to 15 yeah. a month. <laughs> yeah. But um, what happened was during that crypto crazy boom, everyone gets FOMO, you know, it's full FOMO. So uh, half the real estate meetups would be people asking about crypto. So I basically got tired of telling the same story. So that's how Security Cat Guide to Knowing What the Heck Bitcoin Is was created. It's literally a 21-page Kindle book that takes 15 minutes to read and will take someone from, I know nothing about crypto, to, all right, I understand what a blockchain is, how crypto works, how to buy it, how to safely store it, and how to not do anything stupid. Because that's the biggest thing with crypto, right? Everyone's scared like, oh, I'm going to get hacked, or I'm going to lose my money, or I'm going to right? So. Mm -hmm. so so a couple of things that follow up there. Number one, how do we get that guide? Is it on your website? Do you have to email you? How do you get it? It is a Kindle only book. Okay. Like I said, it was just a short thing I put together for people. So yeah, if you go to Kindle and you search scaredy cat, scaredy cat guide to knowing what the heck Bitcoin is, it okay. should pop up. Um, I have that. And I also have, you know, the real estate investing book um, out there. Okay. And that's the easiest way to grab it. Um, also. Um, 
If you go to my website, I do have a Bitcoin section, uh, a crypto section on my Security Cat Guide website. Um, I would like to say I'm super active posting content to the Bitcoin side, but it's usually more so still the real estate. Um, but there you can sign up for like kind of like a newsletter and I'll send out some information uh, here and there. Um, so uh, that's also an option uh, to get some resources. And, um, you know, what I'll do a lot of times is that crypto social media side I mentioned. Um, it was a journey, but in the end, the, the one I'm on, it's called Leo Finance. And it's basically a website for blogging about stocks, crypto, real estate, finance, basically anything finance related. Picture like seeking alpha on a blockchain. Okay. And therefore, you know, we're earning, you know, we're earning that currency. And uh, I earn Leo by interacting and posting. So I'll post on that site, honestly, almost every day. I pretty much write some short form blog or I'll try and do, you know, at least medium form. And with that, um, I'll take a lot of that content and, you know, I'll, I'll post that on my website. So, the, you know, that's where the crypto content content will be um, in regards to uh, creation of it. So for someone brand new, and admittedly, just like me, right? If you want yeah. to get into it, would you recommend, hey, first read my book to get a foundation of knowledge and then start to go on and read the blog to get that supplemental education day by day? Is that the best approach? 100%. I mean, you know, the, the like I said, the Kindle book I threw out there really for convenience. I mean, I made it's like peanuts. I think it's like a couple bucks or whatever. Um, yeah. And I did that so people can get that foundation um, and, and see like, wow, this really is not complicated. And that's what I always joke about. I'm just like, when you go through it and the light bulb goes off, you're like, oh, well, this really isn't much more difficult than dealing with my online banking. And it's sure. like, all right, how do I keep it safe? It's like, well, I don't share my online banking password with anyone. So why would I share what they call my private key with anyone? So it's it's very, it ends up being like a lot of similarities in the end. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that would be the best starting point. You okay. know, spend 15 minutes, you know, it, it lays the blueprint um, and it really gives clarity for people. And then after that, um, you know, there's a uh, there's education sometimes. Uh, last Friday, I did a crypto webinar for um, a community that I'm involved with, um, which is, I want to say a real estate community, but it's not. It's really a wealth build wealth building community. But a lot of us are real estate invest investors. Um, it's called um, Alchemist Nation, and uh, they asked me to do a um, basically a webinar for them, you know, going through all the newbie stuff. Um, okay. So I was happy to do that because I'm very much involved in that community. I'm actually a coach um, in that community for uh, rental property investing. Um, I, uh, I help basically new investors or, you know, just or investors that might have one or two properties, you know, kind of keep pushing forward. Um, so the crypto thing's kind of been taking over. <laughs> okay. So let me, let me make sure I got that. So you mentioned Elio Finance. You mentioned your Kindle book, Scaredy Cat Guide. You mentioned Alchemist Nation. Um, you got blogs that are, I assume, linked to your site. Is that most of the, the nuggets? Is that a good place to start? That's, yeah, there's just, okay. yeah, that's a ton of good resources. Okay. Um, you know, I think when it comes to crypto, like I said, starting point, you know, um, really just, you know, read that Kindle book. And then from there, if you really want to like have some fun, I would jump on Leo Finance okay. and there's just, Oh my God, there's articles everywhere. People posting about, you name it, in terms of every different type of crypto. Um, and then, you know, you could even create an account there. It's super easy now. You can sign up using like your Twitter handle. Okay. Um, it's pretty cool stuff. And then, wow. 
And then from there, I'm not even going to get in. There's a whole nother rabbit hole from there because we just we can talk for hours about this. This is yeah, one of those yeah, episodes. Yeah. I, you know, I generally try to keep them, you know, short, but I could I could easily go on. Maybe we'll do. Yeah, we could go on for an hour <laughs> easily. So, what is it that you know? What's the allure really to crypto? Is it just the attractiveness of the boom of like the X percent growth in the last couple of years over like a traditional stock or even real estate or REITs? Is it just the sexiness of like, wow, this thing really blew up over the last few years? Like, it's like a Tesla on steroids, maybe. Like. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I you know, obviously that's going to be part of it. That's always going to uh, attract the mainstream crowd. You know, it's just like that's why everyone you know people piling into Tesla because Tesla has yeah. like this sick return over the last ten years. Ironically, the only thing that has a better return than Tesla over the last ten years, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Yeah, and it's like by far. I posted a chart of it actually. I saw on that Facebook. Uh, and yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's, I think that's how we connected. It is actually. Yeah, that's funny enough. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so um, I think the allure is obviously it's something that's you know new and you know it's it's you know a possibility you know to uh, have that like home run investment. But yeah. for a lot of people, also, it's it's an alternative. Like we're in a, we're spoiled in America. Like third world countries love crypto like ten x what we do because for them it's an answer to a problem. For us, we don't have this problem. But like you go to a country like Venezuela mm-hmm. with their currency that's like basically confetti. Like yeah. they they use crypto all they can. Like you know, and being in these different crypto communities, like it's it, it basically made me worldwide, so to speak, in terms of community. Yeah. And I see this like firsthand and these people want to be paid in crypto and, and, and like crypto is more valuable to them and it takes the power of the currency away from their government and it gives them freedom. And that's a big piece wow. of it. So we don't have that here in America, those concerns, but there it's big. And that's why crypto might be leveling the playing field. And if the US doesn't get on board with it, we might not be as powerful as we once were, but that's a whole nother conversation. Is crypto the new gold? Is that uh <laughs> Well, it's funny you mentioned that. So when it comes to Bitcoin, and this is only my belief and my opinion, you know, yeah. not investment advice, sure. but just fun. Yeah. I believe that Bitcoin is the new is digital gold. It's the digital version of gold. Yeah, it sounds like it. A hundred percent. And that's yeah. because it really is the most archaic blockchain. It's slow, it's clunky, it's not as good as pretty much every single one that's been created after it. But it's the name brand mm-hmm. and it's an alternative store of value, even though it does fluctuate. And think about this. If you're a 21 year old kid that grew up with technology, grew up with a smartphone, grew up with social media, mm-hmm. and you don't feel like buying a stock, are you going to buy physical gold or are you buying Bitcoin? Easy choice. Right? So we know yeah. what the younger generations are going to be doing. So therefore we know the direction. So I, like, I still hold physical silver. I don't have any physical gold anymore. That's all in Bitcoin. Wow. I'm going to hold at least one Bitcoin my entire life. Wow. So a couple of quick ones for you. From a risk standpoint, how do you approach it? What, what goes through your head? Is it, do you do like detailed analysis or you just say, what? what so this is easy for me because like I'm spoiled. I've been in a position since basically 20, like late 2016, early 2017, where I've been free rolling my crypto mm-hmm. for, for four years now. Like I have... This much of my money is in crypto. Like my crypto portfolio is a nice size, but th- I have this much money, zero. He's, got a z- he's holding zero. up a zero. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Yes. Yeah. Holding up a zero. I got zero money in it. Okay. So it's easy for me to kind of say because it's like, well, I'm free rolling the whole thing. It's house money. But I tell people like, I'll give you an example. Back in late 2017, when crypto was going crazy around Christmas 2017, I went and one of my, so one of my real estate business partners, um, 
up uh, up in Massachusetts. Him and his family, they wanted to get into into Bitcoin. You know, they're they're basically like family to me. So his dad and one of his brothers are like, dude, how do we buy this? How do we buy this? And this is what I said. I will help you buy this under one condition. It's fun money that you would take to Vegas. So yeah. basically money you don't care about. And two, once we get you in it, don't look at it. Don't ask me about it. I will come to you when it's time to either add more or to sell it. So that was the deal I made with them. Yeah. It sort of worked. But yeah, so they basically just threw in fun money. So I would say the best way to go about it is throwing money that you don't care if you lose, yeah. right? This is not if, your retirement nest egg, right? Exactly. Like think about those stories we saw in 2018. Yeah. People were mortgaging their houses and putting 200K into Bitcoin, like right at the top. And I was like, and I used to do, I actually used to do a, a, this internet radio show. Um, and it was a crypto show. It was a weekly show with this, basically, you know, this crypto community. And I remember specifically when Bitcoin almost touched 20K and I told people, I'm like, listen to me, if you're not in Bitcoin right now and you load up on it, give me your address. I'm coming to your house so I can basically smack you in the head. <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yeah. Just like, you know, cause it's the, it's the FOMO. Like people want to yeah. buy something after it. It's no different than like stocks. It's just like, it's multiplied. Like yeah. It's GameStop. You know what I mean? Like yeah. GameStop is at 300. I'm like, you don't buy it at 300. Like right. you missed the boat. You were supposed to buy it at like 30. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. FOMO is real. No, you're absolutely right. So you answered that loud and clear, right? So it's, it's fun money. It's, it's for entertainment purposes at this point being where it is. And Andrew, you know how it is. Everyone's different. Like, you know, if you're talking to like, if, if I know a real, if a real estate investor, I know it comes up to me that owns like 500 units and he just yeah. makes dumb money. Like, it's like, you know, he'll throw probably 10, 20 grand at it, yeah. nothing twice. But right. so everything, I always say investing is a personal decision Yeah, because everyone's situation is different. Everyone's finances is different, but basically, you know, invest whatever you can sleep at night and you're not worried about losing. Um, and, uh, then you'll be okay. And that holds true for stocks too. And anything that's, you know, speculative. Yeah. No, it makes real estate seem like the rock, right? <laughs> Compared to- I, I love real estate and that's the thing. And, and, the good and I'll balance. be honest with you. You don't want to, reason- yeah. I mean, personally, I, I don't like to go too far on one side or the other. You want to diversify. You want to balance. So you don't want to go. I mean, I, per, just me, my, my opinion is like, you want to mix things that are interesting, but you got to have that rock, that foundation. For 100%. Awesome. So speaking of real estate, you know, are, are these two worlds related in any way? The crypto, a Bitcoin world and real estate? You mentioned like the meetups and a lot of interest. Yeah. So it, it's funny, Um, you know, in the end, we're all investors, even though we're real estate investors. So people, you know, will will be curious about, you know, stocks and, and, and crypto and even precious metals. Like, I feel like we kind of invest in all of it. But um, it's probably after our lifetime, to be honest with you. But I think the blockchain, which runs, you know, all cryptocurrencies, the blockchain technology is so perfect for real estate chain of title. Like it would make closing so much smoother and so much faster. I truly believe that. And I think one day you're going to see blockchain technology used by real, like, I don't even want to say if, you know, uh, title companies and, and real estate attorneys, but maybe they, they will use it so they don't get essentially like pushed out of the equation. Um, so it, it's a great tool for that. I think it's going to improve um, the real estate injury, industry over the years. Uh, once that's, uh, implemented, so to speak. But then, you know, as far as like the two uh, world meeting, like I said, uh, there's a project that I recently started with some real estate investors slash cryptocurrency guys, where our goal is to basically build a, I'll say a crypto based REIT, because with the blockchains, what you can do is you can basically tokenize pretty much anything. And by being able to do that now, like 
especially with people that like make crypto millions and they want to diversify, let's say into real estate, like the opposite, right. you know, the bridge yeah. going the other way. Yep. It's just like, well, here, instead of, you know, US dollars, like you can invest your crypto into this REIT, you essentially own tokens and those tokens, you know, represent your share in the REIT, just like you would with, you know, owning sh shares of, of a regular REIT, you know what I mean? That you buy on the stock exchange. My mind is blown. I'm going to have to take some time to digest all this. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's, that's the, uh, that's the long view uh, business yeah. thing that we started. That's one of those, you know, this will be cool in about 20 years, but um, you know, we're, you might as well work towards it. Now, this is all super exciting. So thanks for sharing all that. I know it was a kind of a crash course. There's a lot more to dig into and I'll yeah, put all I was the, trying all to jam links. in a lot. So don't, uh, it's all good. I'll, I'll apologize I'll, for the rambling. <laughs> no, if you could shoot over some links, I'll put them in the show notes. So that way we can kind of make sure everybody's pointing in the right direction. But last question from my end, first of all, thanks so much. Yep. Uh, secondly, how can listeners get in contact with you? They want to learn more. They want to kind of talk to you. How do they get in touch? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the easiest way, obviously, you know, uh, you can go to the website, scaredycatguide.com. Um, you know, you can email me info at scaredycatguide.com. Uh, you know, I'm on Facebook. There's a scaredy cat uh, guide Facebook page. Um, and then, um, you know, I have my personal page, you know, uh, Mitchell Jaworski. So you can always, you know, ping me there, but, uh, yeah, that's probably the best way is I don't really do too much social outside of Facebook. It's social. The socials are very time, time consuming. <laughs> it really is. Oh, I, I thought of one more before I let you go. Yeah, any, what's relation, up? Any, any relation to the great Ron Jaworski, the Eagles quarterback? Well, now I know that you're probably at least of the age of 40 plus because you asked that question. <laughs> I'm almost. I'm, I'm almost. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. or you're just from, or maybe you're from Philly. I don't know. I am from Philly. Very much. That's so. why you know. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. always joke when I get that. Uh, someone asks me that question. I'm like, if that was my dad, trust me, my life would be very different. And if yep. you ever saw me throw a football, you'd know not my dad. Yeah, no way. That's funny. That's yeah. I, I played basketball growing up, though. I'm a tall, lanky guy. So, but yeah, football really wasn't my thing. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much, man. It's a pleasure having you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. It was awesome. Thanks for listening in with us for another episode of the Crushing Cashflow Podcast. We have a small favor to ask of all of our listeners. Please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Each subscription and rating will help us massively toward our goal of helping reach as many listeners as possible each week. Thank you very much once again for listening. We're thrilled to have you with us as part of this journey, and we can't wait to share more of these stories with you. Stay tuned for much more to come. 